Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dice and & Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play Nines of Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole Bates. I play Soria, the Changeling Druid. And I'm Greg. I'm playing Ulseth Ralph, the Frobog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. We have a couple of announcements to get through at the top of the show, so take it away, Greg. Well, this is to let you know that we will not be airing on the Sunday before Labor Day, uh, September 5th, because of the holiday weekend. Uh, we're going to take that off and uh, say goodbye to summer. Yeah. It was a terrible summer anyway. Yeah, fall's always better. Yeah, say hello to fall. That's the upside. And with another announcement is... Um, we are going to be doing more MTG content um, as we get time to film and prepare it. Um, we have some more packs to go through, so we figure we'll make as much as we can with what we got and probably do a rematch with the deck we did on the first um, video so that I can win this time. <laughs> yeah, you, be undefeated. you were not happy. <laughs> you were not happy. You, you did get kind of mana flooded. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you had like what ten mana at turn eleven? It, it or was definitely not bad math. Um, as we established in the video, I actually would have won more quickly if we had done good math. That's true. We forgot this a lot. This is a math channel. But yeah, I built both decks, so in in reality, I won. <laughs> it's true. Um, I she knows the meta of MTG way better than I do, so she just helped me build the deck. I'm not gonna lie about that. She do, she, you do kind of win. Um, so we will have more content like that. Yeah, and where you can watch us fake bicker. For more announcements, go ahead, Lexi. Uh, yes, back to me. So we have one more thing that's coming in just a couple of weeks now. We've been talking about it for a little while. DM dailies. This is going to be our ongoing series, uh, just for YouTube. And we'll post it out to other social media when you know a new video is live. They are short videos, usually around five minutes and less, explaining uh, all the different parts of Dungeons and Dragons. They're meant for new players and old alike. And we'll be going through every uh, few days that we'll be putting out a new video breaking down different core components of the game, explaining classes, explaining spells. Uh, but that's not all. We will also be giving out lessons on how to be a DM and how to run an effective campaign. So those will be coming in, I think, about two weeks' time. I'm not going to you know, put that in the ground right now. I'm not going to stake that in. But about two weeks, we'll be launching that. So keep an eye out on social media because we're having those out there. We've gotten quite a few requests for how do we play this? How do we do that? I don't know how to play D&D, &D, but I really want to learn. So this is our response to that. And we hope you guys like it. Um, I do all the recording for them. So you get to hear me uh, explain how this game really works and how you can play it. And as it goes along, you'll get more and more into how being a DM and how being a player really comes together. If you have some questions, put them in the comments below or side. 
yeah, or tag us in Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those. If there's a particular topic you want us to cover, we'll let you know if that's already on our list or we will add it to it. We'd be happy to, because ultimately it's all to address all of your questions. So uh, I think that concludes our channel announcements right now, which brings us to the sponsor and continuing sponsorship brought to you by Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa that takes online orders and in-store for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So if after watching our really terrible math on our Magic the Gathering broadcasts, you feel like trying to pick up some of the new packs for Magic the Gathering adventures in the Forgotten Realms, which are super hard to find right now. They are pretty hard. They are really, really hard to find. The physical ones, yeah. Um... I think most stores are sold out as a really popular set. To, I think even Geekified is sold out now. But if you want to buy some Magic the Gathering cards, they do have plenty. They do sell singles in their store as well if you're looking to assemble a deck. Um, head over to geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons. Using that link is going to get you 5% off on your first purchase. And anything that you buy through that link afterwards also helps support the show. So we really appreciate it when you do that. Um, we're heading into Labor Day weekend next week and uh, about to get back into school for some people, whether it's, uh, you know, you're a teacher in the classroom or a student going back to your classes. Um, be safe, obviously get vaccinated, wear a mask, uh, do all the smart things, but, um, you know, don't forget you have social needs too and be careful when you do it and maybe get together and play some D and D. So with that, I think that watch concludes. Play D &D. Yeah, tell your friends to watch us play D and D. No, just we're more interesting than anything you could come up with. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Shots fired. Unless, unless you watch DM dailies, <laughs> then you'll learn how to be are, more interesting are you, than are us. Are you negging our audience? Yeah, Am yeah, I? he is. Oh, okay. I don't think is like, that another one of those where you take a word and just use one syllable. It's, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I love that Greg just negged our own audience without even knowing what it meant. Yep. Well done. You just trolled everybody. Okay. <laughs> uh, so with that, everybody, um, let's roll. Welcome back, Dungeoneers. Last time on Dice and Dungeons, 
The party finally arrived at the city of Stillboro after 12 days of travel on the roads. After speaking with the local company of Blades House, they were referred to the Swollen Pelican Tavern to get a room for the night. At a discount rate for company members, of course. The captain, meaning the captain, informed them that he had to make several arrangements before they got underway, and would be off doing just that so they could depart as soon as possible. However, there might be a little hitch in their departure plans. In the wee early hours of the morning, as our party and most of the town peacefully slept, an explosion rocked the city, and now suddenly, everyone was awake. <laughs> what was that noise? Nines! What oh, did you... I am suddenly awake! <laughs> what did you do, Nines? Uh, what do I see? <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see the bedroom that you slept in. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I didn't do anything this time! Really? It sounded like an explosion. I'm more of just a fire person, not explosion. You're a fire cat? I prefer Hellcat. Hellcat? Okay. What's a hell? <laughs> um, so all right. are we all in one room or do we have separate rooms? I think we're all in one room. You're all in one room. Oh, uh, dormitory style. Yep. So penguin and pelican is not the... Uh... It was the last minute. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, it's not so, like... Are the windows still intact? No. Oh. Look for pelicans that might have flown through the window. <laughs> they do that here. I heard. It did happen once before, I heard. I do a pelican check. <laughs> I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Does that mean there is? Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You don't see a pelican, but you're fairly certain that there is a pelican in this room. <laughs> um, I, I go to the door and open the door. Yeah, let's head down to the common room after putting on our armor. And taking our possessions because you never know what could be stolen. Yeah. Right here in this very room. <laughs> I immediately check my wallet. Have you been have you been quietly sending letters every day to Solov asking for updates on that? No, to the steward. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I I will head down to the common room to yeah. see what's going on. I follow closely behind. Respectful. Not respectfully at not, all, no. No, wow. I'm not respectful for the people in the swollen pelican because I'm Concerned about what caused that explosion, especially since it appears not to be nines. I'm trying to find the pelican in that room. Nines! The pelican came downstairs. I don't have to believe you! <laughs> Insight check! I... Okay, I rolled a nat one deception. Oh, I got a 22. Okay, so... It's clear that not only am I lying, but I also don't believe there's a pelican. <laughs> You didn't roll a great perception check like I did. I'm convinced there's a pelican <laughs> in this room. Well, while Nines is looking for He didn't for even the roll a perception check. He rolled a pelican check. <laughs> That's like perception. It starts, it starts with like, the same letter. Yeah. yeah, it's alliterative. And ends with an M. It's the same word. <laughs> is anyone in the common room after that explosion? Yeah, m most people are rushing down, still wearing 
Um, there's a couple people in like nightgowns. Um, yes. You know, right. pe- people are wearing the stuff they slept in. So no, there's a, a lot of like pajamas. Is Rachel McCavin there? Yeah, yeah. She's, you know, bolted out from back of the house where it seems that she's got a place she stays. Might be like a private residence behind the kitchen or something like that. But she's up in the common room checking on everybody, um, seeing what the condition of the bar and the rest of the tavern are. And a lot, not all, but a lot of the windows are smashed. Are they mostly smashed in from uh, like one side of the building or are they just all around? So the windows on the southern side of the building are smashed inward. The okay. windows on the northern side of the building are smashed outward. Uh, and Zoria. some Let of the windows on the east and west sides didn't all get smashed. Mm-hmm. But so, there cracks. Southward is where the South. explosion was. Good detective working. That's why I'm the smart one. Mm-hmm. Let us go investigate. Rush into oh, danger with any plan. Why don't you go get nines? Nines will come down when he finishes with the pelican. <laughs> Should we leave a note then? I will shout. I will, I will go up and tell Nines what we are doing. So I go up the stairs and tell Nines what we're doing and invite Nines. Nines, you who are Nines. When you, yes! are, fini- when you are finished searching for the pelican, we are heading south from this building to investigate the boom. Wait, why are we investigating it? Why not? <laughs> Did someone ask for us by name? They will. To investigate it? <laughs> they will, on pain of death. How satisfied am I about searching the room for a pelican? I mean, I don't know. It's your character, but... You, I mean, you... <laughs> how, lo- how long have I spent searching since... It's not, there's not that many places to check in the room. You've looked around in most of the nooks and crannies, corners, and crevices, but you haven't found a pelican in there, and they're not small creatures. You know how big a pelican is. I have a question. Have I I seen it? That awkward moment brought to you by (laughs) (laughs) AT&T. Have I seen an Eric Crow before? Uh, I don't think you, it's unlikely that you would have. Okay. I was just curious if I could turn into a pelican bird person, but I can't. If anyone asks for us by name, we will tell you. Um, We are going south anyway. Well, let me just slowly walk out this door and close it behind me while announcing that I'm leaving. (laughs) I put my ear against the door. <laughs> you you don't hear the sounds of pelican. While they're doing this upstairs, can I be gathering us three plates from the continental breakfast? Uh, I don't remember if I said there was a continental breakfast at this place. I feel but... like we would have asked that in our first question about this place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. So if I roll above uh, seven, uh-huh. there's a continental breakfast. Uh-huh. There's a continental breakfast. And it's really early in the morning, which is the only time they're open. That is true. 
It is very early in the morning. The Continental Breakfast closes at 5.30. <laughs> so I'm going to get three plates together, for one for each of us, mm -hmm. because I know they'll want some breakfast before we go investigate the explosion. Absolutely. All stuff quiet down. I'm trying to hear for Pelican. I will go downstairs. I believe Zoria has a, has found breakfast. That's pretty continental. <laughs> I, go, I go downstairs and thank Zoria for the prepared breakfast. It's uh, a banana and some cold cereal. <laughs> Is there milk or cream for the cereal? Yes, but it's in little cartons. <laughs> I open a little carton and pour it on. Is there sugar or honey? Uh, there is no honey, and there are small packets of sugar. I take three and put it on my cereal. I'm Since just, we're leaning into this dumb fucking joke. I'm just putting bananas in my backpack. <laughs> You're one of those guests. Just take the whole bunch. How many bananas can I add purse? to my inventory? Oh, hell, let's, uh, <laughs> one. <laughs> Is that before someone starts telling me off after that? Uh, no, that's just because all of the guests, all of the other guests are up before you and they've <laughs> taken the bananas. And we took the time to put our armor that's back That's true, on, they, so. <laughs> they hit the bananas while we They're were like, there was an kidding. explosion, but at least I'm up for the continental <laughs> breakfast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Has Nines come down what? yet? Uh, after a minute or two, he'll peek inside to see if it slowly opened the door to see if the pelican emerged from his hiding place. And after that doesn't happen, <laughs> I go down and eat my breakfast, glaring at the uh, stuffed pelican they had. <laughs> after we have our breakfast, we will head southward. Okay. Uh, most of the people, by the time you are done having breakfast, they've already left. They have milled down to the southern end of town. Pretty much everyone has kind of pieced the explosion uh, epicenter together, where it started. And so this is the kind of town where if there's an explosion, everybody runs toward it. It's, it's exciting. It's something. To, this is a sleepy coastal town. Something big just blew up. This is an interesting day. <laughs> they want to know what's been damaged, I guess. Well, but well, everyone's sort of filing down the streets, um, trying to figure out what just happened. Well, the streets are going to be a lot smoother and flatter after they've been filed down. <laughs> <laughs> this high quality humor <laughs> is this sort of show that you can depend upon here on Dyson Dungeons. You're learning the meaning of words. <laughs> so uh, let us, let's follow them down toward the south. All right. What do we see as we proceed down the street other than all these people in night gowns and things walking down the street at four in the morning? The longer that you're walking, the fewer and fewer people seem to be in uh, evening wear, basically. Hmm. And they're starting to get dressed. These are the... So the, they're getting dressed as they're walking along? No, just most of the people who are in their nightgowns kind of give up, go back, and then get dressed. 
And a lot of the people who are joining you now took the time to do that to begin with. So that's that's kind of what's forming around you. The town is clearly awake. All the lights and homes and many businesses are on. There's shattered glass all over the place. And... Good time to be a glassmaker. <laughs> it takes a little while, about 20 minutes, to make your way wow. through the crowds. Where you were staying was on the more northern... Um, point of the city. Quite an explosion. It was, yeah. If it blew out the windows all the way the other side of the city. It was, so yes. Is, are we seeing a lot of damage as we move south? The further south you go, the more damage you see to structures. Still, it's mostly uh, windows being broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, longer you go, you see a couple of doors off of their hinges. Some roof tiles are missing. And to give you a little sense of what Stillboro is like, the northern end of the town, it sits uh, several hundred feet higher than the most southern end. It's built into the hillside, mm-hmm. sloping down to the ocean. And so you're walking downhill towards the bay, towards the docks. And as you get near to the docks, you are seeing the smoldering remains of wherever this explosion had occurred, you see, you know, bits and pieces sort of still fluttering through the air, little fragments of cloth or maybe paper, and they're singed, slowly falling, and you get a glimpse of a barge, or what's left of it, that was sitting out in the bay. Clearly the site of the explosion. Many of the dock structures on the waterfront are quite damaged. There's a few that have collapsed in on themselves, and people seem to be pulling each other out of the rubble. What do the ships look like? Um, We were gonna get a ship here. Yeah, yeah. The Zephyr is supposed to be here, or maybe even the Black Maiden. The ships seem to be, you know, moderately damaged. Most all of them had no sails at the time. They were all drawn, and thus they didn't catch any of the pressure wave. Masts mostly seemed to have held. Some of the weaker or taller masts did not take the force of the explosion well and have collapsed. But you don't see any sinking vessels. Do we see the Zephyr? No, the Zephyr. You guys knew that the Zephyr wasn't here. You had to take mm-hmm. a smaller vessel because the captain's two ships could not dock at this point. They're encrypted. Mm-hmm. The, the docks here are too small. small. I want to um, go, unless we're doing something specific, I'm going to go try and help provide first aid to people who were caught on the explosion. And I'm, I'll help lift debris. Okay. There's quite a bit of work to do, and the townsfolk appreciate your help. There's fortunately not too many people that are injured. It being the early hours of the morning, there were hardly any people down here. Even the fishermen hadn't yet gotten to their boats. While we're helping, I will be going like, hey, what happened? Like, what's going on? You know? No one's clear on what happened just yet. 
they're all still just trying to piece together what they witnessed, the damage has been wrought. Um, they can see where the explosion occurred, but no one's quite sure. What was that barge? Uh, uh, one sort of recovering individual. Well, glances up at you. I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's lots of ships out there. Could have been anything. Could it have been a barge full of fireworks for the election festival? Hey, could have been. Once again, democracy ruins a whole town. <laughs> <laughs> How many times must they show this? How um, would we find this out? If so, it could either be for the festival in total, or it could be for one of the two candidates. Well, or it could be something else altogether. I wanted to look around for some of the larger shreds of cloth or paper that you said were flying down mm -hmm. out of the sky. Mm -hmm and see if there's anything discernible on them. As you grab a couple of these scraps, nothing really stands out. There's little fragments of like symbols, logos, um, clearly business markings, but nothing seems to be uh, forming a pattern. And as you look around, you see things ripped off of buildings and even in the collapsed warehouses that you're in, there's all sorts of like grain sacks that have been blown apart. Right. So there's just all sorts of scraps of things. Should we, can we see if there's any of the mayoral candidates? I mean, they should probably be down here trying to calm the crowd, right? They should be, <clears throat> they should be here electioneering gathering votes and support among the survivors. As you're... You know a lot about democracy. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> As you are... Uh, kind of sitting here, sifting through things, and people are trying to piece together what happened, it... People start to become more clear that that barge was a barge full of fireworks. Hey, good guess. Ooh. And it was for celebrating the mayoral election, but it's something from the city. It's not from either candidate. The city celebrates the conclusion of the elections. It wasn't meant to be used for another two days. <clears throat> and there's no current mayor. No, the office of mayor is currently unheld, and the uh, town council is basically in charge, although several of its members are also up for election. So, what's well, this maybe? Now we have a piece of information that is almost of no use at all in solving well, this mystery. What if, what if one of these candidates, this Frederick Swellfoot, for example, mm -hmm. he seems like kind of, you know, a Ludorf type based on his name. As opposed to Marian Rum, which is Rum. Yeah, I don't know what Rum is. Hmm. Nines, do you know what Rum is? Of course I know what Rum is! Yes. Is it's Rum a good name. thing? Um... 
Wow. What if one of them <laughs> set off this explosion to make the other one look bad? Well, if that were the case, then there would be some attempt to frame that other person. Which we should look for. Mm. I would think that if they were attempting to frame the other person, they would make it obvious. Mm. Yeah, like a big sign that says, Frederick Swellfoot did this. Yes, or Marion <laughs> Rum did this. Mm. Or there would be... She doesn't seem like the kind. Well... That is how most framings happen. They just <laughs> write a big note that says uh, this person did this crime. Isn't it framed? So yeah, they well, want to make that it is why nice. They call it that. And yes, that's that's what happened. I will ask around to see if there's any seven-year-olds watching. They're going to be very confused by that phrase for a long time now. Framing is when you leave a sign at a crime scene framed that says who did it. <laughs> I like that this is their first real look at democracy, and they're like, so what if it's all corrupt? <laughs> yeah. So I will I will keep an ear out for rumors or insinuations or accusations. I'm going to ask around to see if... Frederick or Marion or any of the other candidates are down here, and if they can point them out to me. And I'm gonna look for a a, a window that's not broken yet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, working from nines, uh, there's not one down here. They're all shattered. I keep an eye out as we travel. Okay. Uh, well, Seth, remind me, what was your goal? Your, your next event uh, here? I'm listening for for rumors and accusations and insinuations about what the potential causes could be. All right. Give you a little bit of the crowd murmur. The There's a, a lot of things being shouted by the crowd right now. Some say that um, the people who were managing this barge were just idiots. And a couple of the people refuting that and saying they know them, they're very smart and careful, that wouldn't happen. A few others are saying, uh, I bet it was someone trying to uh, basically throw the race their way, you know, by making someone look bad. There was um, you know, plenty of commentary going on around, you know, what do we do? Who's going to pay for all this to be fixed? How are we going to handle this? We've, you know, this is a, a devastating uh, event. Mm -hmm. There's um, people saying, why do we even do these damn fireworks? Uh, nothing seems concrete. There's a lot of just blame and people being distraught, recriminations about things, jumping to conclusions, nothing really coming clear to the surface. So oh, a I, consensus idea from the crowd. I asked the person who knows the people who are doing the fireworks um, for like uh, their names and location. Okay. Uh, so that's handled by his brother-in-law and his son. And his brother-in-law's name is Jeffrey. Jeffrey Ringsworth. 
and his son is Levain. Levain. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering how to spell it. L-E-V-A-I-N. And uh, where can where can I find them? He tells you he doesn't know right now. Hopefully not on the barge. That's what he's fearful of. Mm. I ask if uh, <clears throat> you, who are Jeffrey Ringsworth. Not Jeffrey Ringsworth was the one in charge of the fireworks. Oh, you who have no name yet. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> you who have no name yet um that that's an uh that that's gonna be an entry for the group name right there you who have no name yet uh he <laughs> says your name? he says his name is grigor swellfeet Ooh, one of the swellfeet Okay, is swell that feet or swell foot? Swell feet. So different than the swell foot running for Canada. Yeah, I mean their family. Yeah, he gets this all the time, and he says, that, yeah, our family split a while back, but you know, distant cousins." Well, you who are <laughs> you are swell feet. Do you know if Jeffrey Ringsworth or Levine Ringsworth had enemies? I don't think so. Hmm. Well, I mean... Do you think that there is anybody in town who hates fireworks? Sure. A lot of folks hate fireworks. Hmm. A lot of folks love fireworks. I don't think anyone's going to try to blow up half the damn city because they don't like fireworks. Ah. I'd rather reckon that you they go that? the other direction. If you don't like fireworks, why make the biggest one of them all? And do you happen to know where Jeffrey and Levain Ringsworth might be right now? I have no idea, but I'm trying to search for them, see where they are. Huh. You should ask if Jeffrey was a fire canossum. <laughs> well, um, did they have a store or shop or warehouse or something like that? I mean, they got a warehouse outside of the city. It's dangerous work what they do, but... You know, people like their fireworks, do a pretty good job. They've been in the business for more than 50 years. Okay. Um, can you give me directions to the to the warehouse? Uh, just head main road north out of town. Yeah, and you'll, you'll find a small side road. It's about a mile outside town. On uh, your left side, traveling that direction. Uh, there's a large uh, pine tree marks the corner where you turn. Thank you very much. We will also be on the lookout for Jeffrey and Levine Ringsworth. Much appreciated. They, uh, well, Jeffrey's a tough-looking guy. Yeah, he, uh, he's got sort of a scrappy, close beard. Mm. He doesn't keep it long, it's short, and well. Vane, he's a half-elf. And pretty tall, slender kid. Young. He's only about uh, 23 years. 
Well, I've been asking around for if any of the mayoral candidates are done. About 10 minutes after you guys get there, while you were still helping, mm-hmm. the two primary mayoral candidates had arrived, and there's a crowd gathering around them, you know, lots of people shouting and talking at them. Um, so they're there. Okay. What do, what what do they look like? They're do any what? Well, I, I guess I would like to try and insight them to see if either of them feels like disingenuous about what's going on. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check. Do I need to make one separately for, is this like a single? They're actually fairly close okay. together, so I'll let you just make it for the same. Okay, thanks. Uh, dirty 20. You get the sense that they're probably quite tired and out of sorts, but genuine, genuine surprise is what their expression seems to indicate. Um, I will go up to, who should we approach, Frederick or Marion? Um, Frederick. The scallywag, okay. I'll go up to French. I've decided he's the evil one. Uh, <laughs> I'll go up to Frederick and say, mm-hmm. uh, "How did you commit crime?" <laughs> Hello, are you uh, Frederick Swellfoot? Yes, yes, that's my name. Yes, uh, you over there. And he's taken a question from someone else, shouting. Uh-huh. Yeah, Frederick, what's going on? Do you, do you have any idea? What do your sources tell you? Neither I nor my opponent know anything about what's happening here, so please give us time to figure this out. This is a terrible tragedy, and we need to sort out who's hurt and how we can best help. I'm with the Company of Blades. Uh, that's... That, do you need something? I'm offering my services to help. Oh, well, fantastic. Uh... How do you how do you want to help? Maybe get some people out of the rubble or something. That's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, thank you. Um, is there anything else you need? Do you? Uh, they seem busy. They seem like they do not wish to speak to us. Well, There's like a does. whole crowd of people shouting mm-hmm. at them right now. <laughs> ask, ask Mary in Rome. All right. If she. Oh, the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go up to Marianne. She's like a foot away. Is she doing basically well, that was a short the same walk. thing? Yeah, I mean, they were like right next to each other. Okay. Yeah. I think that there's, I think that we might need to meet with the captain and figure out what our next steps are. Mm-hmm. Well, you As who are mayoral... sitting there, <laughs> waiting for them to become available and deciding what your next move is, from the barge, you hear a and then a as a rocket goes shooting upwards out of it and then a large boom echoes over your head and some primitive light show sort of you know it's like a crappy firework like it didn't quite work goes off but (laughs) 
Ooh. in the uh. <laughs> um in the remaining little bits of light you watch it for just a moment those sparks that are falling start to swirl together and spell out the word catch C-A-T-C-H. Am I going to get a free t-shirt? And moments, just seconds after that word is spelled out in the sky above you all, um, thousands of pieces of paper start fluttering out of the air, so floating down to the ground. When that first launch happened, the first thing Soria would have done is tried to scan the deck of the ship to see if there's anyone on it. Okay. Make a perception check. Guidance? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you said that you were doing this, so you can use guidance here. Um, 18. You don't see anyone moving around on the ship. And although you know that you looked after it had already gone off, mm-hmm. There's not all that much that someone could hide behind either. Right. I find, I search out bigger swell feet again. Well, why don't we see what these things falling from the yeah, sky? I grab one of the pieces of paper that's falling through the air. Yeah, right now. you can grab one too, but I want to check with with uh, Grigor. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk to Grigor first, or do you want to know what's on the piece of paper first? Well, we can look at the paper on the way to find Grigor. So we would read that first. Okay. On it, there is a neat scrawl. Citizens of Stillborough, you are the unfortunate victims of a crime. I have taken the device that keeps your city from flooding. I will return this device if you pay my ransom. 100,000 gold left inside your city hall. Any room will do. P.S. I'm patient, but the ocean doesn't seem to care at all. So, I'm just writing this down quick. So they stole a device that keeps the town from flooding and want 100,000 gold in the town hall. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, I would like to immediately look and see how the mayoral candidates are responding to this. Uh, their eyes are quite wide and they're just like looking through it. There's some quick chatter. It looks like they're trying to talk to their advisors. Like, we do with this? What do you think is going on? Uh, there's some panic here. So, about hiring us mercenary blades, folks. <laughs> you just need to ask for us by name. It. What? What can you do? Yeah. What are the three of you able to do? We have experience tracking down thieves and criminals. We have done that many times. We have recovered things that have been stolen. We ended the Thieves Guild in Nordfeld. 
you know, it seems awful convenient. This appears to be the other mayoral candidate that you haven't talked to yet, Marion Rum. Mm -hmm. It seems awful convenient that the three of you show up just as a ransom letter is dropped out of the sky on our town. That is really Yes, it is very convenient. Yes, you are very, very lucky convenient. that we are here. <laughs> okay, Frederick, they're clearly way too stupid to pull this off, so I think I don't think they're it. You just wow. need to ask for us by name. Well, like, tell you what, if you guys catch this person, I'll give you 25,000 gold myself. And Frederick, looking a bit nervous now, uh, I'll see you and give you 5,000 uh, gold more on top of that hmm. to ensure that this city is uh, um, seen justice. He doesn't I like seem, this guy more. Hmm. He, he doesn't seem like uh, he necessarily wants to be paying this much money. And Marion looks back. All right, Freddy, I'll give him another five grand too. If they catch him before nightfall. Well, we would be pleased to contract with both of you jointly. Um, all you need to do is go to the Company of Blades. Uh, well, well, we'll do that after we find it, if we're on a night by nightfall. How quickly will this town flood? At most, the city's got two, maybe three days. It depends on all the ocean currents. It's a, it, it, assuming that it's actually taken, the pump keeps the city waters moving. It puts all the sewage down so it can actually function as a town. So a, there's a pump. Is this a fervent attack? Yeah, it's a couple it hundred a years old. It's not so much of a sewer system as it is water control. We need to make sure that, well, when you're this close to the water, all of your wastewater goes the other way. And it keeps the bottom levels of the town from flooding when the tide is high. Otherwise, the groundwater gets pushed up so much that all the basements flood and you can't use anything down here. We will need you to give us directions to this pump site and also permission to enter. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Um, can you guys get them going? And can, can someone seal the damn gates? I don't need anyone leaving this town. So we're sealed in, okay. And someone that you haven't seen before goes i've already issued the orders the town gates have been sealed for more than half an hour now who are you i'm the leader of the town council for the moment i'm the one officially in charge of the city you have a name my name's finn Reard. did you commit the crime it, no i'm convinced Okay. He seemed very sure of him. Finrian, are you from Posteria or Silsine? Or not Silsine. Slin. Slin. That place. Slinrin? Ilsirin. Ilsirin. <laughs> Took me a second to figure out what place you were asking about. Um, no, no. Uh, I'm. I'm a part elf. My grandmother was elf. And what part? The grandmother part. Oh. Um, 
Can we have permission to enter the pump room to investigate? Uh, yeah, here, take them, take them all to the pump room. We need to investigate anyway. And you are given a dispatch of a couple of town it's to be guards, maybe um, local sheriff. And they start leading you to the pump room, assuming that's where you want to go straight yes, away. We, yeah. we wish to go to the room with the pump. As soon okay. as possible. Uh, I think once we have the pump and the criminal in hand, then they can hire us by name. I do not understand the delay, but that is fine with me. Well, paperwork will take precious time, and we only have two to three days before the city floods. Oh, they were going to complete the paperwork while we were investigating. Huh. We just need to. Uh... They'll be under. They'll they'll be grateful to do the paperwork once we have. Going. Also, we're, we're, we're supposed to be done by nightfall. We're having this wow. conversation as we're going to the yeah. room. You were promised an additional five thousand gold to have the problem solved by nightfall. From, from Marion. So 30,000 by nightfall from Marion or 30,000 in general from Frederick. No uh, the intent was Marion offered up 30,000. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Marion offered up uh, 25,000. 25. And Frederick offered up begrudgingly 25,000, but then uh, sensing some politicking, threw in another five, and then Marion threw in another five and put a fast deadline on it. So the pool is potentially 60,000 gold to the three of you to bring this to justice. And it's device... safely divisible by three. Yes, exactly. This town knows how to hire adventurers. <laughs> All right. Which is what we are. And numbers. We'll continue onward to the pump room. Pump room. All right. You make your way back up the hill, and the entrance to their city utilities is in a fairly nondescript stone building near the top of the hill. You enter it, and they um, give you a couple of lights to carry some lanterns, and you start making your way down a spiral staircase, going lower and deeper into the earth. Descend, which you guess is probably about 50 or 60 feet, and you start making your way down a straight hallway, eventually leading you to a large chamber with all sorts of pipes and grates and huge pools of water. It's a fetid smell in here. It's unpleasant. Is there any security on the way into this? Was that did we pass through any like locked gates or anything? A couple. And they were locked. They were. Okay. Good investigating. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And when you get to this large pump room. We ask, I ask, does anyone else have a key to these gates? The utility workers, they do. They need them to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. How many utility workers do you have? Uh, the, about 30 or so. 
Are they members of the Fervent Guard? Uh, some of them, yeah. And not all of them work in the pump room. Well, but they work in pump room. I'd say maybe... Maybe five or six work here in the pump room. Part of their job. Uh, three of them are part of the Fervent Guard. They help us maintain things. It's actually one of the more well-kept pieces of fervent tech from the old days. It was one of the last pieces that he built. And, well, the town was smart enough to ask for instructions on how to use it. So, there's a few pieces that we learned a lot about through fervent tech. It's kind of interesting, even if the piece is a little boring. Oh. So, have, what do we see in the pump room? Other than pipes and fetid water. It is... Uh, I put on my oregano. You're standing sort of in the middle of the room height-wise. You'd say the total size of the room here is maybe two and a half stories. It's quite tall. Mm-hmm. And you're on this middle level. A... You know, they're suspended up in the air. On some planks, walking around. In the center of the room, there is a large, very clear uh, vacancy. All of these pipes lead to this point. Some of them are just spewing water out, and there's nothing here. It's obvious that's where this pump should be. About how big? How big was the pump? Yeah. You'd guess by the size of the space, although you're inferring from this, probably around 10 by 10 by 6. Eight? Yes. This is a large device. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so the security around it is such that how would you steal this? Because... It's made of metals. You're familiar with Fervent Tech. Uh, just like you secure large pieces of machinery, it is locked. The keys are guarded carefully, and security is uh, trying to keep people out. But no one is setting things up thinking that this is something that can be stolen. So you were providing us guidance. Could you please describe to us what has been stolen in terms of size and shape? It's a big pump right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, points to the cavity. It's and about the size of that cavity. I, I don't know what the measurements are. Is there anyone who sees this, who, who tends to this at all hours of the day? I, I think so. Uh, turns around. Uh, you're the foreman, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the foreman here. Um, and what's your name? Uh, my name's Gwyn. And I want to be clear, it's not Gwen, it's Gwyn. With an I. You who are Gwyn, we would like to speak with the person or persons who are responsible for tending to this machine. Um, during the night. Well, they're right here. They were still on shift. And and a dwarf and a drow come walking over. 
What are your names and positions? And tragic backstories. And tragic backstories and food preferences. <laughs> they exchange an odd look with one another. The drow speaks first. Um, my name is Arlik. I, uh, I, I am an engineer here. Are you a member of the Fervent Guard? Uh, no. No, I am not. But, um, uh, uh, Lennon, you are. Uh, isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. Lennon? Lennon. Lennon. What, what did you see that happened here? Well, we were working around here and just fixing things up, you know, maintaining the pipes, doing regular maintenance, nothing super special. When all of a sudden there was a, a big bang. Uh, and I'm guessing I've heard that's like the fireworks barge? From the south, yes. And, you know, we ran down the hall to see what that was. It, it shook things pretty bad down here. So we made our way topside to see what had been going on. When we came back, the, the pump had disappeared. So the pump was here before you left? Yeah. At what time? So this was immediately. So it disappeared after the bang. How long were you outside, roughly, before you came back in? Oh, ten minutes, at most. Is there another way out? Um, there are some other service tunnels. Yeah, that you can make your way through. There's not a lot down here, and only a few of us engineers know the pathways pretty well. But, uh, you know, I guess you could make your way through some of the southern tunnels and get out through a few access shafts. They're normally kept locked. Uh, they're only used in case of, well, major storms to help give the water access flow. But I suppose someone could make their way through if they knew how. I don't know how you'd get the pump out of here, though. I would like to look at the tunnels that they were, is a she? Mm -hmm. She was describing. Are they? Are any of them large enough to move something that is that large out through them? Very tightly. All of them. the The main tunnel is large enough where you could move something like that. It, you gander that you would probably have to have lowered the pump in here through something, because you haven't seen a large opening upward anywhere. Mm -hmm. But it seems like all the tunnels could, in theory, at least allow for enough space so the pump weren't physically moved to travel down them. Okay. So we should investigate all the tunnels to see if the gates are locked. Well, let's make sure. Do we have any more questions, Nines? Do you have any questions? Uh, can we actually physically get up to the cavity? 
where the pump was. Yeah. Yeah, there's some scaffolding around it that seems to be like service scaffolding, so it's permanent. I just want to go over there and just like put my hand over. See if it's invisible. <laughs> I mean, getting it out there in 10 minutes seems rather impressive. So yeah. So. I mean, the water pouring from the pipes makes it seem like it's not there, but I guess that could be. It could be an illusion. Can you, uh, you do you still have your uh, detect? Well, you'd have to do a whole pentagram and everything. Yeah, well, why don't you let nine, let's have nines do his test. Yeah, so and see if he just falls over and. <laughs> Are you just throwing your body into it or just. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just yeet yourself into a pipe? <laughs> Uh, I, I would think I would take Crobatula out. Did you just say can... yeet yourself into <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Alright. I think I would just take my crowbar out and just kind of like <laughs> wiggle it out in front. Your... Uh, well, if it's invisible, it's, I guess that is a pretty good scientific test. Just wiggle something there and see what happens. Goes right through. Passing through the air just like you would expect. Um, well, it's not invisible. Well, maybe it shrunk. Did you want me to do the fervent sense spell? That might take a while. I think it's a 10 minute ritual. Mm -hmm. If you want, I can stay here and prepare that ritual. Um, um, if you too I'm want to explore. I'm thinking I'd like to detect magic. Should I detect magic? I think that's reasonable. I, I use my detect magic uh, skill and search the room. All right. Um, a little pulse goes through you when you're familiar with as you attune yourself to the, the sixth sense of understanding magic. And indeed, you can feel that there are, there are traces of magic left behind. It's sort of fading at this point. Uh, what kind of magic? This is from Conjuration. Conjuration, so they could have teleported it out. And, I think that's Conjuration. And is it like all over the place where is there, and I locate where it is? It's around the pump. It's or where, where the, the pump, pump would have been. There's conjuration magic. Some, yeah, I might have. I think conjuration is for summoning and teleporting. You also get this sort of muddled sense, like just little tiny fragments of many schools of magic are present. It's almost. Um, to describe what that idea feels like, it's almost as if you're tasting a, a piece of salted caramel where there's hardly any salt, but then you find a piece and you're like, oh, I guess it is there. That's sort of the sensation that you have. There's just little tiny dots of evocation. And, um, Oh, I'm blanking on other schools right now. Necromancy, <laughs> ne abjuration. Yeah. Necromancy, abjuration. There are, there's Abusion. all these little tiny, tiny fragments 
that are fading quickly. And they're still in the pump area. They're not coming from like any of the people around us. No, nope, it's all in the pump area. Conjuration is overwhelming. Um, but these little fragments, they're fading and disappearing quickly. And the conjuration is fading as well. And I can't tell which direction they're fading. They're just sort of disappearing. Think of it like a, a firefly. You know, you see it and then it just fades out. Mm. And oh, it disappears I, into the darkness. I, I let Zoria and Nines know what I just picked up. I'm going to be preparing a uh, ritual for urban sense. Nines, take this little disc and ask Dole how you would teleport a giant piece of fervent machinery. I can do that! <laughs> Alright. There we go. <laughs> I will, and I'll just be working on the ritual for a okay. bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I activate it, put it against my head. I think and, is how that works. And, and Nines is... I've explained to Nines what I've uh, detected. You hear the dulcet tones of Dole responding. Do you have a need for me? Yes, we're trying to discover how someone can just move a giant pump thing with magic. A giant pump thing of magic? Fervent tech. Well, it's fervent tech, so it's basically magic, right? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it was here and now it's not, so we think it... What, what kind of magic was it, Dolceph? Conjuration. There's, there's conjuration magic everywhere, but it's also like everything else there, too. But mostly conjuration. Are you just like how shouting much? from the background into the phone? Yeah. <laughs> like in the background. You know how that happens when you're talking on the phone? Yeah. Somebody's there's, telling you what to say. There's, there's <laughs> mostly conjuration and everything else. <laughs> and everything else, yes. Don't forget to mention much. that everything else was there. But mostly conjuration. I told him, Olsef. I told him that already. <laughs> this is this is just every call center worker's nightmare. <laughs> two people having a conversation on the other side, but not in the same room. <laughs> but not in the same room, and and one is directing the phone call, and the other one is having it. Perfect. Be sure to tell him to bring the milk home from the grocery. <laughs> and don't forget the last time he was here, he left his cup. <laughs> anyway, do you have any advice? <laughs> I'm giving it to Nines was a good idea. <laughs> I am bored. I am best with words. <laughs> So, what you're telling me is... my music having worked. Tell him that the town is going to flood. (laughs) That might be putting a bit of pressure on him. If he fails, then the whole town dies. Oh, fair. Anybody else in this room want to have Nine say something? (laughs) (laughs) Story is probably far enough away where Dull wouldn't have heard it through the ring. And all that Dull heard was... like a coin, isn't it? Don't... Don't put... Maybe I don't want to tell him that. That would put a lot of pressure on him to know that everyone is going to (laughs) die. This is... 
This is fantastic. <laughs> it's a weird magic thing, and we have a personal pager for an archmage. I mean, I'm new to personal interactions. <laughs> have you concluded what you're saying? Oh yeah, this is a pretty good conclusion of what I am saying. <laughs> so there was a large Fervin tech object. I'm guessing some sort of machinery. Yes. And it is no longer there. Yeah, it just disappeared. Within 10 minutes. And you Within said 10 minutes. that you detected a great deal of conjuration magic in it. Yes. Were there any other sorts of magic present? Oh, well, like everything. That wasn't conjuration magic, but it just kind of like disappeared. And then reappear. My it's best crazy. guess is that there was a planar shift spell. Planar shift? Sorry, I was a planar shift spell. It was a planar shift spell? No, that's what, that's what he said. How good do you have to be to cast that? How good do you have to be to cast that? Among the wider world of magic users, it would require a significant amount of skill. In my line of work, it's child's play. Is well, he... Do you need a lot of space to, like, cast that? No, not necessarily. You could cast it within a 15-foot radius quite easily. How do you get it back? How do you get... Can we just, like, undo it? Most planar shift spells fade after a certain amount of time. However, there have been experimentations on continuing to keep the shift going. Well, how do we know if it's an experiment? If anyone from Elsirin is involved, then it's an experiment. Well, how do we know if they're involved? You would have to do some investigation to determine if there was an Elsirin individual involved. How would we do said investigation? <laughs> I would start by looking for clues. He is an investigator. Well, it's true. How do you look for clues? <laughs> I bet it's a microscope. <laughs> that depends on the situation. Were I in your situation, I would begin looking for individuals that... Mm, how do I want to say this without sounding arrogant to people that might take offense? You should start looking for people far more intelligent than yourself. Hmm. That will be very difficult to find. They couldn't hear that. <laughs> no. Like, smarter than Olsef? He's the smartest guy I know. I'm smarter. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that I can help you with at this time? Ask him hey, to Olsef, come. is there anything else that he can help us with? <laughs> Ask him to come fix it for us. Sorry, I would like you to come fix it for us. I am currently indisposed. However, if the town wishes to make a contract with our company, they may do so. Ask him if he's in therapy. Well, they haven't even made a contract with us yet. They didn't even ask for us by name yet. Can you believe that? Yes. <laughs> Of course you can believe that, you're really smart. I generally tend to believe things that people tell me. 
Hmm. Well, that's great. Well, I have a neat phone call. Have a great day. Good. <laughs> it cuts I rate off. this call five stars. <laughs> how, how was the quality of your call? <laughs> so do I know anything about Elsirin? Do I have any clue about even what that is? How was that? Elsirin is the country that the Guthna Ikram, or Arcane Masters, mm -hmm. came from. You know that it is off the northern coast of Kosteria mm -hmm. and is on a peninsula. You also learned in your geography lesson that uh, the governing structure of Ilsirin is much looser than many other places, and it is incredibly uh, powerful magic center, basically. Yeah. I don't know how more eloquently to say that. There's a whole lot of arcane practitioners there mm -hmm. that do really dangerous shit, and sometimes it goes wrong. That is the reputation that Ilsirin right. has. And so there's someone in town who is from Ilsirin, or not. Someone who had access. <laughs> there's someone mm -hmm. in here from a place, or they might not be from that place. <laughs> or some other place. Am I done with my fervent sense spell? Mm hmm Okay. That was a very long conversation. I hope yeah. we don't have to pay for long distance. It's okay. It, it, it's it's collect. He co he pays for it. Oh. I'll take the little discount. On sprint anytime plan, you don't have to pay extra like you do on some other long distance carriers. It's just one low rate all day long. <laughs> we were watching old 90s ads and... Watching Sprint and MCI? Yeah. Watching those ads come up on old 90s TV. All right. It took me Nothing back. It made me feel older than doing that. <laughs> Do I sense any fervent with my fervent sense spell? You sense that some of the pieces of material have traces of fervent energy in them, but you're not getting any strong sense of like fervent energy okay but this is good for like 24 hours yeah there's a couple of hot spots nearby that you quickly determine are uh excuse me repair kits right like I bet. that's that's not hard to figure out they're like, like on the tool belts of the, the technicians like linen yeah I would like to get a try an insight, do a, like a bit of a sense of these technicians, and see if anyone of them seems to be more than they are. Okay. Uh, what sort of things are you trying to like? What what to you means more than they are? Like, all right. So, do any of them seem less concerned about this than they should be, or feel like they're putting on an act? Okay. Um, or perhaps are, you know, someone in a disguise or an illusion? All right, sure. Uh, go ahead and roll an insight check. Gotcha. That one. 
plus one, plus seven, nine. There's nothing yep. that's making you I'm, think. I'm retiring this day. <laughs> there's nothing that's making you think mm, there's something up. That this is, um, you know, any sort of deception or anything like that. Uh, basically, you aren't getting any ill intentions from any of these folks. They all seem to be reacting with genuine concern. Uh, the two primary engineers here, they're, uh, their overwhelming uh, emotion seems to be curiosity and confusion. They're having an open conversation like, how the hell would you even get it out of here? And then they're having this sort of th theoretical debate about where you might be able to move uh, something that large and how you would get it out and what sort of people you would need. Let, let's look and see if there's any scrapes on the floor. I know there's a conjuration magic there, but... Well, yeah, we'll... I'll investigate and take a look to see if there's any sign of physical movement of objects. Uh, can I talk to uh, uh, the guy who were uh, uh, the one that works for the firming guard? Yeah, sure. Linen. Linen. Linen, I have a question. Uh, yeah. They said you got instructions on how this works. Um. Well, more so than a lot of other fervent pieces. Yeah. Like, like Furvin wrote down how it works. Since, right? uh, since your internet connection momentarily went to crap, I want to make sure I understood what you said. Did you ask Fervin wrote down how it works? Yes. Okay, great. Um, well, uh, a bit. The pieces are cataloged and they, you know, actually had specifications and designs for the replacement components. We don't have information about why the fervent crystals work, but we do have something that's particularly unique here that tells us the exact dimensions that the fervent crystals have to be cut in. Hmm. Do you so do you should write that down. I'm going to uh, ask if I can make a copy of that part of the manual after we've solved the crime. Uh, of course, the Fervin, all Fervin plans are, you know, publicly viewable. Not that there's many. Uh, just in case someone else might one day be able to figure them out. So nine Zenzoria, uh -huh. do you remember that the last time we were trying to find some stolen Fervin tech, we started out by having no clue about anything and we had no information, but we knew that something happened, but we didn't know what or where or how. Yep. So he wants us to go see the locksmith. This is a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> is there a secure ink in <laughs> It has to be a chain. <laughs> a name like that, it's famous. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do recall that uh, when we went to secure ink, we were able to tell them absolutely nothing about what we were trying to do, and they could provide us I with believe no help. you were looking... But they still railroaded us into the right we, direction. I think that we should do that again. <laughs> I believe you were looking for evidence of physical movement. <laughs> yes, I, did. I am. I'm looking for any evidence of any kind of physical movement on... Uh, Guidance. In, in the area. So is that... that uh, investigation? Um, yeah, it would be an investigation check. 
And what sort of physical things are you looking I'm for? I'm looking for scrapes, scrapes um, evidence that bolts or screws had been undone, uh, dents, bent and things. The pipes. Okay. Uh, go ahead. No. 19. Okay. You start your investigation back at the hallway and looking through each of the various exit points from this room. You don't see any scrapes on the floor that might indicate something being dragged, scuff marks or anything like that. And you feel fairly confident that if something that large were moved, it would leave some trace of being moved mm -hmm. and you're not finding any. You then move on to investigate the area where it was. So the cavity is what I'll continue to call it. It takes you a minute to notice this, but some of the pipes that you are inferring would have been connected to the pump. They seem to be... Um... Cut? Almost? It's very... Very close to the surface. But you see these differences in grade, these slight angles, and some bolts are missing. Other parts have the bolts still remaining, but a few others have pieces of a bolt, like it had been cut in half. So if it was teleported within like an area, maybe only part of the bolts teleported. Mm -hmm. So are these real like clean cuts? Yes. Like it almost looks like it was just made that way. Kind of like the area around the crater where the fervin, where fervin disappeared. From what we've heard. From what we've heard. Um, I mean, it doesn't look like the description's there necessarily. It, it's hard to take like a piece of metal and then like a crater in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, no, the crater. But around the crater, the limbs were like cleanly. Ye. Yes. Um. Th this would appear as though the bolts and other pieces of metal were just sort of put together that way. You know from just how you fit things that none of this is how it should be mm -hmm. because there's little angles and missing pieces. So portions of it were just teleported out, yep. snipped out. Imagine, you know, cutting a ribbon and... Or 50 feet of rope. It looks as though it were made that way. It's very, very, very clean. So I described this to uh, to Nines and Zoria, that uh, whatever took it very made very extremely clean cuts through absolutely everything, including portion, portions of nuts and bolts, um, when it disappeared. So I was teleported. I would like to ask every the everyone here present. 
to just write out a couple sentences in my journal, and I want to compare it to the handwriting on the letters that fell from the sky. Okay. Do you reveal to them that purpose? No, just like, just be like, write, write what happened during that 10-minute window. Okay. They all take a turn, uh, some a bit more elegant than others, uh, writing down their accounts. And when you compare, I won't make you roll an investigation for this because you're not under any pressure. You're not trying to find anything. You have plenty of time to do this and can take careful moments. You... You can tell that none of these match. It's uh, the the scripts for everybody are very different from the pieces of paper that fell from the sky. Well, it seems clear that whatever happened was a temporal displacement, teleportation, planar shift kind of thing, um, and. Uh, the, the device wasn't moved physically through any of these tunnels. It was just taken somewhere else. That does seem to be the case. So this thing that fell out of the sky, these pieces of paper, they don't happen to have a C on them, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not have a C on or them. They just weren't signed at all. Uh, no, they remain completely unsigned. I mean, technically, there are, like, the letter C does appear on there several times but <laughs> just to be clear it's not signed because i'm guessing that you were referring to Karma. the pithy letter that was once left for you after being robbed from our friend from your friend c and no it it doesn't look like that sort of writing which you have seared in your brains so is the motive here just a whole bunch of money a hundred thousand is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And does not divide evenly by three. So we can guess that it is probably either one person or an even numbered of people. So. Not every group divides it evenly, Ilsa. No. <laughs> Why would not not be? Turns out there's like a cast structure and some people think they deserve more money. Mm. Did the letter say when the 100,000 gold was supposed to be set in the town hall? Like, was there a deadline? Other than the town hall? Uh, no, there mm. there was no deadline. The note said, I'm patient. Yes, the, the last line of the note said, P.S. I'm patient, but the ocean doesn't seem to care at all. And even in the, you've been here about 30 minutes, looking around, even in that 30 minutes, the water, uh, the, there's a very large uh, basin beneath you in this area, and the water, and mostly sewage, are rising. All right, so. <laughs> we are certainly familiar with this. What we need to do, we have some high-leveled caster, spellcaster, who is able to plane shift a huge piece of equipment, mm -hmm. or otherwise teleport, who wants a whole bunch of money, is what we know about our perpetrator. 
Presumably they'll use their high-level magics to retrieve the money as well. Correct? If someone has such high level of magic, why do they need a hundred thousand in gold? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can buy a lot of cool stuff with a hundred thousand gold. Um, you can buy one bag of holding. Think about how many free meat kegs you could get with a hundred thousand gold. At least four. <laughs> well, we are certainly finding motives for this act. Um, uh, the, the other place to investigate would be the barge. We could invest, yes, we can investigate the barge, and we should also start asking around about any people who are very powerful magicians or druids or otherwise. And um, while we're doing that, mm -hmm. to try and see if we haven't, can get any suspects. Although I also, you know, I'm... I don't. You maybe ask about people from Ilsirin, for example, because mm -hmm. they do seem morally bankrupt, if not financially bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Are the the people from Ilsirin? Are they all elves? It's part of. It was part of Coasteria, so I yeah. think it's elf-heavy population. Can we meet someone who is part elf? Um. Well, one of the foreman Gwyn was half elf, mm -hmm. and. Um, the son of the firework person was half elf. So just quickly... talk to that guy first. But that doesn't mean I don't think everyone in Elsiren is an elf particularly, but they are basically all wizards. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do we want to split up and investigate different parts, or should we stay together? Let's stay together. Let's um, honor. It is um, now the warehouse is way on the other side of town. So shall we just ask people as we are headed toward the barge? I think so. Oh, uh, Foreman Gwyn. Yeah. Do you know of any? The perpetrator seems to be have used the seems to have used magic to whisk away the pump. That uh, makes about as much sense as anything else. How do you know anyone in town who is capable of immense magics? Around here? No, we're, you know, fishermen, a uh, couple of uh, floral experts. We have a small industry that's important for growing special flowers. Uh, Using a lot of potions and poultices. Well, but uh, magics? Hmm. Not really. That's not our specialty around here. So you who are Gwyn, who in town would best know if there were new arrivals um, in, in town, people who had not been here before but had just shown up within the last few days? Other than us, of course, because we are fine. Tavern owners would know best. Hmm. I mean, that's where someone's going to stay, right? If they... They need lodging. They're gonna go find a, a tavern. No, uh, there's a couple taverns, a, a hostel, and some people rent out rooms. But most of those are, uh, you know, to sailors and folks that stick around, work seasonally, and things like that. So, uh, I 
don't think you'll need to concern yourselves with them. Does your town hall have like a guest book? Um, for, like for what? Like if people come to visit, they have to sign in. If you are meeting with one of the officials, yeah. Actually, you do. The, the, uh, people want to know who their officials met with and, um, you know, why they're meeting. So if you're meeting with someone, but you don't have to sign in to be in the town hall, well, there are public records there, and if you want to go access them, you have to sign to do that, so we know that it was accessed. Do you, do you have Akmar Nodal here? Druids are capable of managing like this. We have a couple that come through checking on us. We, we're not big enough to warrant a tree, though. We've been trying to get one. I wouldn't bother. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I think we need to check out the barge. I think we should talk. But with we should check out Flynnrin, fin Finrin, the town council leader, mm -hmm. who is also half elf, but wasn't from Elsiran. Mm -hmm. I ask. We'll check I think we him. should just cover ourselves with a hundred thousand gold and get teleported with it. Yeah. And that would take us directly to the, the to the thief. Good ah. thinking. Wow. <laughs> How big of an illusion can you make? <laughs> Not that big. <laughs> you have to use real gold. Nothing suspicious about us saying we'll solve crime that we need the gold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Finrin and check out the barge. Yes, and if we pass taverns along the way, um, with this, so we don't have to keep repeating this over and over. And again, the strategy would be to to ask if anybody had checked in within, say, the last week from Elsirian or Elsirian or or had the you know evidence of like an Elsirian accent or something of that sort. So we can start in... go fund us uh, thing to fund this hundred thousand dollar gold thing. <laughs> <laughs> so since you guys are back at the top of the town, you're going to pass basically every tavern. Yeah. Uh, on the way down to investigate those things. So we'll do uh, the taverns and just sort of assume that you are making your way back down. down as we do that. Are we going to have a drink at each tavern as we go? Bar crawl. <laughs> this is episode 21. We're of legal drinking age now. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I'm putting that in the episode description. We post it on YouTube. It's our 21st episode. We can drink it's, now. <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> so, wait, you've been carrying around mead so, for a while now. <laughs> so I don't know how many. There's, I'm assuming there's quite a number of taverns again. and little inns, but not too many because it's a small town. It's so, a town of about ten thousand. There's not all that many inns. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like three inns in the town, and they're all fairly sizable because you don't get too many travelers, so they don't need too many places to stay, and three will serve as just fine. Uh but we will get back to that after a quick break. We've been going for a little while. And I would like to freshen up my drinks, use the bathroom, and encourage everyone to do the same. So we will be back very shortly. See you soon.
Welcome back, everyone. Uh, hope you had a good break and feeling refreshed. <laughs> there, you're not on camera right now, so. I was trying to mess with you. I guess you messed. Yeah. Well messed. Uh, when we left off, you guys were down in the sewers slash utility they corridors. They specifically told us it was not a sewer. Yeah, you're in the utility corridors oh, and um, discovered that they didn't physically move it. They very likely teleported through some mechanism, the fervent pump. And now you are making your way back up. And your plan is to stop at the taverns on your way back down to the waterfront. Do I have that right? That's right. Yes. Okay. And yeah, we're going to try and find Finrin again. But on our way down, we'll just quickly check in each tavern and ask to see if there's been any sort of traveling uh, travelers who seem to be of a magical persuasion or from Ilsirin. Within okay. the last, you know, few days. Um, so you already know of two of the taverns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the names? Well, there's the Swollen Pelican, but also the Salty, Salty Dog. Dog. Yep. And then there's one last one that you haven't found yet. Well, when we pass it, we'll stop in. I'm sure it has a sign that hasn't been vandalized yet. Oh, probably. The first one that you come to is actually the Swollen Pelican. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, Rachel cleaning the mess up. I bet there's a window. On we know there's not broken windows here, Nines. Um, Rachel? Don't break windows here? <laughs> yeah, what do you need? We're investigating the theft of the pump mechanism. Oh, uh, okay. God, you don't think, like, I did it or something? Are right? You, uh, are you a powerful... What? Are you suspicious? Yeah. I don't think so. I just run a tavern. What do you need from me? What would you use a pump for? I I, I wouldn't use the pump at all. Do you think you could... Lies! You, you use it to get 100,000 gold. Do you think you could put a lot of beer through it? Is that your plan? No, we... I... I, Confess! I don't, I don't know! I wouldn't take it! Just, I didn't take the pump! We're just kidding. Insight check! No guidance. That's a nat one. <laughs> she definitely. Are you on cahoots with a pelican? Did you really get another nat one? Yeah, I did. So, do you, Did Dromar curse your dice? <laughs> Is that what happened? That, that sounds very, That's on brand for Dromar. Yeah. No, Rachel, we're just messing with you. Do you know of any travelers who are of a high magical persuasion? Who we, came through the last few days? We don't often get that sort around here. It's um, a bit of an uncommon thing to see, like, powerful magic folk come through. Other than us. Are you powerful magic folk? Probably. Oh. Okay. Well, so, would there have been anybody like us who has come through in the last few days? Uh, m maybe. I don't generally ask a whole lot of questions about uh, about folks. 
Anyone from Elsiren? <coughs> hmm, excuse me. Um, I, I don't think so. Is the captain here? No, I haven't seen him since last night. Mm. I don't think he's, <laughs> truth be told, I don't think he's actually staying here. Mm. Okay. It's pretty common when he travels through for him to book rooms at all at the taverns. Do you know much about him? Only that he comes through here every few months and is only in town for a few days. Pays his bill, tips pretty well, nice enough. What's his favorite food? He actually rarely orders any food. And when he does, he it's order? usually for someone else. He must like the jerky on the way. <laughs> he must like taking other people's food. Have I ever seen him eat before? He's eaten with us. Yeah, he's okay. eaten with you. I was like, this just seems suspicious. All right. Well, his favorite drink is Merlot. Well, um, that's good to know. I'll keep it in stock the, the next time he comes through, I guess. All right. She's clearly too much in league with the pelican to give us any information. Are you guys thinking that someone like broken to town or something like that? Like what? What's? What are you thinking? We can't discuss the case files while it's under while it's under investigation. We're professionals. Someone stole the pump with magic. <laughs> we can't discuss it, but here's what happened. And we are trying to find them who stole the pump. So that is why we are wondering if there had been anybody who had come into town within the last couple of days uh, that seemed to be unusual uh, and, and was a stranger to you. Can this town even afford 100,000 gold? Um, they want to give us 60,000 as a reward, so Hello, I think they can afford that. I, I think that we probably could piece together 100,000 gold if all the wealthiest folks pitched in, I suppose. I'm going to let the tabaxi gone and figure all. out where he wants to be. Oh, I mean, he's the tabaxi guy, yeah. after all. You want to make sure that he has a plum pick of spots. And appeased. Uh -huh. Especially because he's blocking an entire monitor for the Zoom call. Mm. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> and we're just going to abandon that plan of letting him pick a spot on his own. Um. He was taking too long. <clears throat> well, I haven't noticed any powerful magic folk, but I did notice something sort of odd. Yeah? Uh -huh. Was it the pelican? No. Mm. Albatross? And birds aren't really odd around here. <laughs> Get a lot of them. No, no. Puffin? I didn't make the booking, but there's a there's a name that I recognize in our well, in our registry. It's an old friend of mine from when I was growing up. Um I always called him Finny. But that, uh, that's his real name. It's Finel. He, uh, 
His name is here in our registry books. I don't know why he'd be staying here. His family's in town. Did he grow up here? Yeah. I suppose there could be some sort of falling out with his family, but... Or the stairs. <laughs> or the pelican. Uh, that stair joke is for all of you people who read a separate piece. <laughs> I didn't connect that right away. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Yes? Perhaps you could look at the signature in the book and compare oh, it to oh, the... Oh, uh, good idea. May I look at your, lab, your log ledger, log book? Your, your your autograph book. Um, well, what do you want to see? I I try not to give out all the information just, about our guests. Just the Finney section. Well, here, come here. She leads you around to uh, sort of a hosting spot and opens up a very large ledger book. Ooh, where do you buy such a big book? <clears throat> um... <laughs> we just have the paper made for us, so we we like to keep the records this way. It helps us Look fancy. keep everything in order. That was a perfect opportunity for to say Ledger Inc. <laughs> and then we would go investigate that place. <laughs> we get it made at Ledger Inc. <laughs> for all of your ink and ledger needs. Alright, I would like to compare the writing on the ransom note thing with the Finney signature. It doesn't match up. Okay. Why Why do you think... Okay. But, roll a perception check. Okay. Guidance. Um, this is in reaction, so, so no, guidance. no guidance. This is not a prepared check. Uh, 14. You... You take a quick note that there is another name on this list, signed about the same time that Finnell had signed in. What? That does match. That does match with the handwriting? It's very similar. Hmm. What is this name? Kidnir. K-I-D-N-Y-R. Oh. <clears throat> There's enough writing here that it seems, you know, you can't tell for sure if it's the right scrawl, but it's pretty close. There's a couple of flourishes on uh, certain letters that seem to match the note. Who is this kid near? Someone that came in. He looked like he might have met up with Finney, actually. I wasn't 100% certain, but they did have dinner together. Is he staying here? Um, he was. He left a day or two ago. <clears throat> Can you describe him? Um, it's a tall, sort of portly elf. Had a a pretty well kept beard, very tightly groomed. Do you know where he was from? Well, he wrote down in the logbook that he was from the Free States, but 
A lot of people write down they're from the free states. You can just lie on a ledger. Can you? You can. <laughs> may we inspect the room where he was staying? Um, well, y'all are actually staying in the same room he was. Okay. There were no pelicans in there. Are there any pelicans in there? I don't think so. Okay. But the windows are out, so they're not sure. I can't be sure. Right now, any manner of things could try to get in here, and they probably would succeed. Let's go check our room quick. Mm-hmm. You're out of detect magics, right? I could only use it once okay. for short rest. I want to ritual cast detect magic. It'll take me some time. So why don't you guys get some lunch? I'll bring you a plate. Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to ask um, is Rachel McGavin. Is this a continental lunch? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, still just a small thing of cereal and a single banana. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm going to say you who are Rachel McGavin. Yeah. This Finney who had stayed here, um, did, did he also check out just a day or two ago, or has he stayed? Well, it doesn't show him as having checked out. I haven't seen him around, though, at all. Except for one night when I thought I glanced him. It's been probably 20 years since I saw him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if it was him. So how long, how long ago did he check in? How long ago was this? He's been here four or five days now. And uh, Kidner checked in how long ago? Uh, same day, but he left two days ago. And this Finney has not checked out? Doesn't look that way, no. Could you tell me which room he is in? Uh, he's sure in the common in a sleeping area. He's in the main dorm. It's just two copper a night for that. Sounds like someone needs some money. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> I go to, can I go to the common area? Find it. Um, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. you can... Is, it, there any, is there anybody there? <clears throat> um, there's a couple people there. Sitting down, having tea. They look pretty shaken. Hello, you who are in the common area. Who? Who are you? I am with the Company of Blades, and we are investigating the boom. Um... I am looking I am looking for a Finny or a Finno who had been staying here in this room. I don't I don't know what to tell you. We're we're not part of any group, it's just the two of us. So we don't know a Finny or a Finnell. We're just uh we were on our honeymoon. Uh and no one else has been here with you? No, it's just the two of us. We're... Even for the last few nights? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... No. Uh, we've... Sorry. We're really shaken. Nah. Like, we don't really travel with any... It's just the two of us. We've, we, we're visiting Nordfeld. We're from 
uh, southern parts of the Republic. And I'd always wanted to see some of their trees. I heard they were beautiful, so, well, my husband and I, we took a trip up there and we're hmm. on our way back when Did all you this check happened. Out the lake? What'd you say? Did you check out the lake? Uh, it's a nice lake. Yeah, we we spent a day swimming in it, and the locals are right. It does make your skin feel really nice. Mm. Yes, did you happen to see a giant creature, a uh, snake-like creature in the lake while you were swimming? What? No, I didn't. Oh, that is too bad, because Lake Sturmgrim is... You didn't believe me when I told <laughs> you. I saw this big, long, snaky thing, and you told me I was imagining things. Oh, you were not imagining. That was Sturmgrim. You were very lucky to have seen it. See? He's blessed their marriage. We threw chickens into that lake. <clears throat> Trying to catch it, weren't you? No, we're just feeding it. Oh, well, you know, things gotta eat. Yes. So... You have been here for how long? I've just been here like, uh, I think this is our s second day. Yeah. And no one else has been here. Well, other people have been here, yeah. Uh, I don't really take much note of them. Oh. What was the last crime you committed? Uh, what? The last crime <laughs> I committed? Yes, what was the last crime you committed? I've never committed any crimes. Wrong I'm, answer! <laughs> I mean, I guess I probably forgot to pay the full amount for a couple of... Goods a few times in my life. I'm just guessing. I don't think she stole the pump. You know, one time I was in a store. This was before we met, sweetie. And uh, I bought a brand new scythe. I'm trying to control all of the plants around the house, right? Got to keep that yard clean. And they threw in an extra blade. What they didn't know is they actually put two blades in there. I didn't tell them. Got two blades for the price of one. You're a dangerous man. I quickly. That's right. <laughs> you if I, if I, I finished casting detect magic. <laughs> you and me, we should join the big boy crime I did not know you were club. casting detect magic. Yeah, I was upstairs <laughs> in our room ca ritual casting. Yes, you magic. have finished casting detect magic. All right, I have it for 10 minutes. I'm just going to sweep through our room, especially, but then go down through the whole inn, searching for any traces of magic. You also have your fervent detection thing going. And I still have my fervent sense. You... Um, you don't get any traces of fervent energy. Um, well, you get like just little pings, but you've kind of grown used to that since it's the same little ping that you get since Ulseth is carrying around fervent repair tools. Mm -hmm. So you, you recognize what that's from. Yeah. There's nothing overwhelming here from fervent. You are getting um, some really faint traces of conjuration magic. There's not much left. You can't really tell what it was f like from, but you can feel just little bits and pieces kind of flowing through the ether about you. Like in our room and- Yeah, in your room. 
Okay, do they, they're not really centered anywhere, though. No. Um... It kind of like, uh... You know, I'll put it to you this way. It feels a bit like if you have something drip in the bottom of the oven, the next time you go to cook, uh, you know, it starts to burn. I feel like all of our analogies for magic are food related. First, it was salted caramel. I, yeah, I guess so. Well, you guys are very food centric, <laughs> so. It's how we learn. Um, it's how you learn. <laughs> Is One they... of them was about fireflies. So there's yeah, that's true. Granted, we eat those too. There's... I, I turn into if a Dromar There's uh, visual learners. There's auditory learners. There's gastronomic learners. I can't remember anything unless it's written on a cake. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> anything unless it's given to me in a food-related analogy. But it's sort of like when you can walk through you know, parts of a house or apartment after there's something burning in the bottom of the stove and you get little sense of it here and there, but it's not even throughout the place. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the sensation that you have. There's little fragments that are left. Okay. Well, we now have a suspect and then a potential accomplice. Two, yeah. So I'm guessing this Kidnir is our spellcaster, and this Finny is the local accomplice. Mm -hmm. Well then, let us find them. Alright. Uh, Next bar! <laughs> can you... Rachel? Y yeah? You said Finny's family still lived in town. Uh, yeah, the the Lidgertons. The Lidgerton. Lidgerton. It is spelled L-I-D-G-E-R-T-O-N. Can you tell us where they are, where their house is? <sighs> well, I'll do my best. It's <laughs> been about two decades or so since I was there. Uh, they were last living about halfway down the hill. Um, off on the western side of things. They, their house is blue, a couple streets back from Main Avenue. Um, they used to have their name printed out on their little receiving box they'd keep out in the front. Alright, well, thank you. Well, thank that is on our way down. Yeah, I think we should check that out. That might be their hideout if they are in league with each other. Are you good with that, Nines? Did you get lunch? Of course Nines got lunch. Probably got someone else's lunch, too. Alright, you guys head um, towards the Lidgertons. Well, I want to make sure, okay. since you had told me initially that you wanted to go to all of the taverns. Is that still your desire? I think the house is more important right now. Yes, since we already have a clue. We have okay. a matching signature writing. Thing. Just wanted to mm -hmm. like yeah. make sure I verify what you want to do um, 
before we move on. Unless the, unless the taverns have like uh, free lunches. Hurry up! We gotta return this pump, or the city's gonna <laughs> drown. Do we lunch. have time for lunch? I understand how RPGs work. Nothing advances the plot unless we go to a very specific square. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have time for elevensies? What afternoon tea? <laughs> Let's just go to every person. Breakfast? What about second breakfast? He knows about that, doesn't he? Let's seek. We seek out the Lidgerton house. Oh, I think we should tax every passerby on the street. It's like, can we challenge you to a game of Tastaxis? <laughs> can I get that, you know, little side game XP grind in, right? Exactly. It's like, uh, like Triple Triad and Final Fantasy VIII. The second best Final Fantasy. It's a, a witch tearing time and space apart, but I need to play some card games and win a Shiva card. The world is about to end. Better play some Blitzball. <laughs> because Final Fantasy fans wanted some sports games inside their RPGs. <laughs> By the way, I did. I liked it a lot. I played way too much Blitzball. I, I prefer soccer where the players can drown. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I am going to roll a d6 to determine who I asked to do this task. One, two, three, four, and five, six for nines. And that came up nines. Oh, what mm. am I doing? Nines. I need you to roll a wisdom check. Guidance? Yeah, actually, you can. Oh, that's terrible. This is not uh, a reaction or a saving throw. This is to see how quickly you manage to find the Lidgerton home. I'm very uh, good at wisdom. Yes, I got 11. I have pre. No, wait, no. No, this is 10. Never mind. <laughs> so you got 10. Yes, I got 10. I did um, not roll very well. So it takes you. An hour. 11 minutes. Uh, it takes you about an hour to find the Lidgerton home. You're, the <laughs> That's enough time to walk through the entire town. <laughs> the directions you received weren't particularly good, mind you, and Nines might have followed his nose a little too much. Um, Did I find another pie? How many fried fish stands do you think they're at? Uh... Yes, actually, you did find another pie. Uh-oh. And, since you've been asking, there are a couple of unbroken windows. Well, just steal the, break the window from the place with the pie up. That's, there's like, it's on a windowsill, right? So you steal the pie and break the window. Well, that'd be mean. Oh. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Vandalization, steal pie. We've spent 15 minutes thinking about the moral outcomes of this choice, and we're still trying to save the city. Well, I rolled a four. That means I want to steal that pie. <laughs> okay. Guidance. Uh, slide a hand check. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of pie is it? You're very pro-stealing pie, Soria. Yeah. Pies are tasty. Jeez, this is a garbage die. I leave a silver on the windowsill where the pie was. <laughs> 
If I, if it's a clean getaway. Uh, that is another 10. Another a 4 and a ten. 5 and a 6 or something like. Okay. I am seeing if I have a pie table quickly available. <laughs> um, there's there's not one, so... This is a savory fish pie. <laughs> 34. Because it's a fishing town. It is an apple pie. Ooh. I did leave a silver on the window so when I was... Does this not go against your code? Leaving a silver? Did you wipe your finger? So it's a big boy crime followed by a big boy paying for crime. <laughs> it should more than cover the cost of the pie. Yeah, that's a rough conversion. It's about $30 for a pie. Mm -hmm. It's a damn fine pie. Better be good. How much love was put into this pie? <laughs> oh, there's 15 love. It's that wow, that is... wow that, that's a very specific... Wow, how, uh, how Tennessee. Thank you, Dice. The pie actually has a little frosting that says, Happy third birthday, Timmy. <laughs> the <top>. <laughs> <laughs> they frosted the pie. They frosted the apple pie with happy third birthday, Timmy. Are we there Timmy. yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a whole pie subclass. That's why it took an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the way. I, I gave nines an opening. And he took it. Yep. Swiped it. He swiped it. Nines let us down every single street. <laughs> looking. That's why it took an hour, because he was looking for a pie to swipe. Why did we let him leave? That's a great question. Maybe you just wanted pie. And so why are we let him leave? <laughs> are you there yet? Uh, yes, after an hour, you are there now. You, you find the home. Do, do you want to let your uh, knock, I knock on, the, on the door? Of course, that was very, that was <laughs> yeah. very polite of you nines. You hear a little kind of bustling on the inside, and then uh, an older gentleman comes to answer the door. Hmm. Hello, new Wait. neighbor. I am your friend. Here is pie. Well, that bustling is happening. I'm turning into a squirrel and trying to go down the chimney. Okay. Um, let's, I am figuring out how I want to do this. Let me take a, do you happen to have squirrel stats available? Uh, let me double check. You want to check in on the DM dailies? Um, where, where Alexis it teaches you will, how to be prepared for any will, situation. I will teach you all about how there are statistics for squirrels in this game. Um, Somehow, there is. There is not necessarily official stats for a squirrel, but there are. But there are um, unofficial ones. unofficial ones. I can't find any quickly so what i'm gonna say is let's make an athletics check with advantage and let's see how well you can if handle I'm, your squirrelness. if i'm climbing 
Would that be a acrobatics though? As a squirrel? No, you're still using your strength to pull yourself up and keep yourself. I mean, you're basically climbing up like a the side of a house here. Yeah. The straight, what, you can do it. What would you guess a squirrel's bonus is? Uh, I'm gonna say that, well, I'm gonna set a DC and it should oh, be, and we'll just see what happens. You're rolling with advantage here. 18. Um, yeah. You managed to clamber your way up and uh, down the chimney. The, the, the up was pretty easy. The down is much harder. You're now really keeping yourself from falling down the inside. It's sooty in here. It hasn't been cleaned very recently. And you are now a very soot covered squirrel. I'm gonna do like the little like <laughs> soot under the eyes thing. There's enough soot where like you're <laughs> I, just, just covered in soot. All right, I'm a stealth squirrel now. It's the uh, picture, the animated 101 Dalmatians uh -huh. and how they all turn themselves into lab Labradors. All right, with the soot. With the soot? Yeah. yeah. That, that's what you have now. All right, I'm going to try and sneak. You're a ninja squirrel. Sneak into the house and just see what's happening while Mines is knocking on the door. All right, so you're staging yourself inside to watch what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing behind Nines, not with weapons drawn, but ready just in case there's trouble. Okay. I will just knock on the door, will not. <laughs> so you- Do the family or neighbor subplot. Rewinding time a little bit here. Uh, you are now in the living room. <laughs> what you see from your squirrely vantage is a couple of older folks look to be in their 60s or so. Sitting in some chairs. They're having a little breakfast and talking to each other. I mean, you guys started the day at like four in the morning. So you're, it's about like 10 now. Actually, not even that, it's probably like eight o'clock in the morning. And these two folks are making themselves a little food, sitting down and they're having a quiet conversation about the day's events thus far. That Just explains the why they didn't have lunch at the taverns. It's too early. Uh, yeah, so it was second when you, breakfast we got. <laughs> When Nines goes and knocks on the door, the older gentleman uh, kind of picks himself up from the chair and then shuffles his way over to the door. He looks to have a little bit hard time uh, walking with one of his legs. It seems really stiff. Got a little bit of a limp. And then he gets to the door. And I hope you Yes, I am here with my two associates. <laughs> my one associate. <laughs> we have some questions for you. And this pie. Um, they smell like a nice pie, but... Who's Timmy? Nice pie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Timmy? Um, That's not important. We have questions that are. Okay. Yeah, what... What question do you have? 
Finny. Uh, yeah. That's that's my uh, son, my 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 boy Finny. Yes, we believe. We have reason to believe that he is committing crimes. What? Uh, have you seen him lately? Darling, you you better come here. And the older woman now gets up and um, walks over to the door. Oh, what's what's going on? The pump is missing. Does your son know anything about it? We haven't seen our son in several years. So you don't think he stole it? I don't know what to think. I, I haven't seen him in quite some time. We had a... I had a terrible fight the last time that we saw him. Well, I think we should come in so we can talk about it and be distraction. Um, I'd prefer not to have any guests right now, but I'm happy to answer your questions. I'm going to start running, moving silently through the house. I'm looking for any sign, anything that seems amiss, but I'm also looking to see if they have any pictures or portraits of of someone who might be Finny. There's no portraits or anything like that up. Um, you know, the pictures aren't really a thing in for this world. Common folk. Yeah. So. The, the walls are, you know, painted. There's one room that's done in um, some wallpaper. It's a bit garish. It's a little bit much. So there's no portraits, there's no paintings, nothing like that of anyone who looks to be Finny. Um, you make, you're just making your way through the whole house? Yeah, I'm gonna check like for where Finny's room might be, and also like maybe the basement or attic. There's or a, this, this there's a small second floor to this house. It's just, excuse me, it's just two bedrooms. One seems to be uh, where the older couple stays. It, you know, you recognize the various personal effects of an older man and woman and it, you know you just get the sense it's probably their room and then there's another bedroom that has a, a rather thick layer of dust on most everything in there and it seems to have been untouched in many years you can guess, based on the conversation you overheard, this might be uh, their Finney's room. Okay. And it doesn't look like anything has been disturbed. Not in this room, no. Are there any books, journals, things like that? There are a couple of books. Um, you don't see anything that looks like a journal, and nothing in here has any signs that it's been moved. I'm thinking this might be a, a red herring side. Well, we can still try to pump more information out. Yeah, you guys are continuing to talk, and I'll just keep checking around. Okay, back at the front door now. I'll be doing a thorough investigation of Finney's room. 
right. Looking for any look, mention yeah. of Kidrin. So I stand behind Nines. Not looking threatening, but looking um, uh, unhappy, disgruntled at the answers that we're getting. <clears throat> okay. Um, go ahead. Continue your line of questions. So you haven't seen them. Why don't you have... Why aren't you in contact with them anymore? Well, we had a... We had a big fight. It, um... Well, we haven't talked to him since then. What was fight about? His... Well, what he was doing for work. He He's a sailor. You see. And Where did he sail to? Oh, well, he has several jobs over the over the years now. His first one was a, on a modest fishing vessel, so just working the lines, and they're making sure they bring in a, a good haul, but. It's not fancy. And didn't pay him much, but it was honest work. But the Did fishing. Any dishonest work! The fishing around here isn't what it used to be. The schools have moved on, I think. I, I say they were fishing too much in the area. And the fish have left. Gone elsewhere. A lot of jobs on boats disappeared. So he took up some other work, sailing longer and longer hauls, going different places. He took up more dangerous jobs to well, pay the bills. He, he wanted to help us, he wanted to make things comfortable for us, and I told him I didn't want that his shoulders my health is my own problem but he took up jobs jobs with privateers and then with worse yeah we had plenty of money but I wouldn't take it from him couldn't accept it wasn't wasn't clean money well you know it wasn't clean I knew what my son was doing and this moment, um, his wife pipes in. Our son has a good heart, but he is maybe a bit too eager. He became a pirate. Those years working on a privateer ship, they didn't do him any good. They I let asked, him think. I asked from the background. <clears throat> you who are the mother of Finney Lidgerton, do you know the name of the ship that he was on? No. Hmm. No, we, we never asked him for that. I didn't want to know. Neither of us did. Did he have like a bad guy he hung out with? I'd say almost everyone that he spent time with. He met all sorts of unsavory characters. 
I never much cared for him. He once tried to bring his friends here and we wouldn't let him stay. That's what started the fight. Also, this seems like a dead end. At this point, uh, unfortunately, such yes. covered squirrel just goes charging out the front door <laughs> after covering the house in little soot footprints. I was about to say, you look the most obnoxious little rodent right now. <laughs> You've got little sooty footprints all over the house. I rolled Just around on my rug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry as a peevish little jerk sometimes. Um, yeah, so you, you go running all over the place and, well... Make a real shit show out of their house. Good job. And I climb up on Elsa's shoulder. Um, <laughs> Elsa, you have like a... Elsa's pet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing I have gleaming armor. You have gleaming armor. You don't have gleaming clothing. Your clothing is now quite oh, covered in soot. Elsa, <laughs> you have that side of you your have face. thing right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. I think I know what that thing is, though. Well, try to find your son. Tell him that you feel sorry or something. I'll take that pie back now. <laughs> no, you won't. Hey, we answered your questions. I'm going to eat this him. pie. It smells tasty. Now, if you wouldn't mind leaving us alone, appreciate that. Good day. And he shuts the door, taking the pie with him. Hmm. It is a good thing that you had your piece of pie before you gave it to him. Yes, but I'm a bit angry. Hmm. I take a piece of paper and I write, Ha ha, I stole your pie and took it back to this place because I am evil. <laughs> and I go back to wherever I got the pie and I put it underneath the silver. If it's still there. Um, roll a wisdom check. That's an 18. All right, you managed to find your way back without wasting very much time. <laughs> it only takes Yay. 10 minutes now to go back to your place of wanton thievery. Also, I take the silver back. <laughs> you can't. I don't, I, I don't you're not murder hobos, but you are like... Pie thief hobos? Or petty thieves. <laughs> yeah. And then we blame other people sense. for it. Steal pies? Mess up rugs? I don't tell them where I went. Well, we but have they spent... can probably assume. <laughs> I'm gonna have uh if there's like I assume there's assorted like pumps or fountains for water in the area as we're walking along. Um, what do you mean? I just want to, I just want to wash off. Oh, okay. I was like, what do you mean like pumps here? Yeah. You mean like a little, a water pump, a little water pump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or some fetid water in the gutter. Um, yeah, there's a couple of water pumps. All right. I'm just gonna, well, I'm still a squirrel. Just wash oh, off. I was gonna, I was gonna use my mug or my uh, firkin of infinite beverages 
<laughs> to <laughs> to pour meat it. on it. <laughs> it produces water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And Fresh I can take a little salt. squirrel bath in one of your plus one mugs. Yeah, the health inspector will love that. <laughs> Alright, well I'm just gonna I'm just gonna clean off the soot and then climb up on nines and shake off the water. <laughs> Alright. You get yourself I clean. shake off the water. We have a right shake off. Right after she shakes the water on me, I shake the water off of myself. We have a shake off. There you go. Alright. You shake off. Alright. I she's still on top of me when I shake off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does she go anywhere? Or is she just clinging on? Is squirrels are pretty good at clinging on to things, so... I will, she stays put. I will eventually change back, though, after cleaning. Mm-hmm. All right. So, did you find anything in their house just that you lo- ruined? <laughs> just a lot of dust, and you didn't see inside. <laughs> I know where you came from, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we go look at the barge? I think we should look at the barge, but also talk to... The town council leader, mm-hmm. Finrin. If we happen onto Finrin on our way to the barge, we'll do yeah. that. Otherwise, we'll look for him after the barge. Yep. All right. So, when you get down to the docks, um, you find that the mayoral candidates are still around trying to help organize. Uh, basically the reconstruction effort and searching for their stolen pump. They're continuing to try and make whatever efforts they can to recover their property. There's a fairly large crowd still gathered around and um, voicing their opinion openly. This is sort of turned into a bit of an open form. Do we see anybody who would... uh... Match Kidneer's description. Um, yeah, I'll look around too. Okay, roll a perception check. Can I both or just him? Um, well, if you want to assist him, you can roll with advantage or you can each roll a perception check. I'll leave that up to you. I have plus seven. Well, then you should do that because I have plus three. I'll give myself guidance. Okay, sure. Can I look it, to see if anyone in the crowd seems out of place? Since, because... uh... What, what I'll do is... Why don't you roll... I was gonna say, roll with advantage. And we'll look for people who look out of place. We'll do all of that in a single perception roll here. Okay. Who is looking? You. Okay. Since, with advantage yes, and with, guidance. With advantage and guidance because we're all searching you the the two of you are basically assisting soria in this uh 30 20. okay not rolling well tonight one of the things that you pick up on and you don't see anyone uh who fits the name of kidneer right okay yeah Tall, portly, no. Yeah, you don't see anyone who fits that description. But there is someone who's standing out to you. Uh, that you start to take notice of because they talk loudly and frequently. And they're pushing very hard 
for the candidates and the city to just pay the ransom. So there's one gentleman who's just shouting as often and as frequently as he can, just pay the ransom. Just give him the money. We can't let the town sink. Does this person look at all like the two elderly people? No. Okay. Well, we should go find out why this person is so insistent on paying the ransom. Why don't you finesse them with your cat-like charms? <clears throat> All right. I pull out my uh, club. <laughs> my club. I give you guidance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's going to be that sort of session down here. Nine's, nine's persuasion I'm not technique. not going to hurt him right now first excuse me sir ah! me and my associates would like to talk to you somewhere quiet <laughs> no no <laughs> no uh i am fine here thank you very much i'm just gonna stay right here uh this is good um i go behind him what and tap What's him on the club? shoulder. Are you thirsty? For blood? <laughs> oh, just you're just drooling. What blood? Hey, okay. What do you what do you guys want? What is it that you want? We wanna know why you think that they should just give up. Are you in cahoots? In cahoots with what? The, the ransomers! No, no, I'm not in cahoots with the ransomers. Uh, I, I, I just want him to pay. You know, we can't risk the town over some money. I'm going to just be sitting back during this interrogation, just observing him to see if he's lying while they're talking. Okay. Um, we'll do an insight check after afterwards. Yeah, I'm okay. just letting you know ahead of time what I'm doing. All right. Uh, no, I just want him to pay the ransom because it's uh, losing the town. It's it's not worth trying to hunt this thing down. It's just money, after all. It's all it is. It's just some money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, though. Uh, well, I'm sure that the two of them could could pay. I heard them offer, you know, more than half of the ransom just to a couple of adventurers if they could find them. Yes, I know all about the handsome adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> and why why pay them that money? Just just pay the ransom, we'll get the pump back, and we can get the town going again. Oh yeah, like they're gonna totally just give you the pump. Well, that's what they said they were gonna do. They're clearly, you know, capable of doing worse. We we shouldn't mess around with these guys. What do you mean they can do worse? They they already blew up half the town. It's why why couldn't they do worse than that? Well, maybe they're just like you know just did all their big stuff now. Maybe they don't have anything else. Um, I want you to make a persuasion check. That's the that's the closest thing that I can come to to see how well you're doing here. And I gave you guidance. I admit it doesn't fit perfectly, but we're going to go with persuasion. Well, I'm not threatening them yet. Are you even close enough to give me guidance? I gave it right before you went in. Oh, that's right. 
It lasts for at least a, it lasts for a minute, so. Okay, that one is a net 20 and a 4, so that's a 30. Wow. Mm. Okay. That's better than um, a 1. That is way better than a 1. I, 20 I'm times. Sure, I'm sure they could do worse. They seem pretty capable. Like, yeah, what do you know about them anyway? I'm sure they're, you know, tough and dangerous. So this, this town should just pay to get rid of them. Also, do you think this guy is telling the truth with your great insight, Chuck? <laughs> I do not believe that he is telling us everything he knows. I think that he might even know where Finney Lidgerton might be. Yeah, do you know where Finney is? Um, I want you to make an intimidation check here. All satisfied. Uh, nine, since he's the one asking the question. So you get advantage with your club, correct? Yep. Didn't help much, but... Uh, it's still going to be a 16. And what was the question that you asked him? Where's Finny? Uh, yeah, like, where's Finny? Finny, why would I know where he is? So you do know who he is. What? No, I, I don't know who, who any Finny is. Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I think that it is. Don't grab him. How is my insight doing on this guy? Um, why don't you roll an insight I check? put my hand okay, don't... gently on his shoulder. Since, you, since it was used, you can now use it again. Um, 18. You're pretty sure that he's lying and lying rather badly i put my hand on his shoulder gently and squeeze not so gently <laughs> <laughs> not respectfully not respectfully say you you who are lying to us we wish that you would guide us to finney now i don't know where finney is look let me tell you something i'm not really good with this club but he's great with that dagger. Uh, and I show I show him a lashalar. Roll an intimidation check. Sixteen again. Like everything's been below except for that one <laughs> no, perception check. That, that one, and you nailed it. Um, okay, look. really don't know where Finney is. I was supposed to split up, stay separate. I don't know where he is. Just leave me alone. Where are you going to meet after you got the gold? We were supposed to go get our gold down in the free states. Mm -hmm. We're going to meet in Karmazan, the capital. How is the gold going to get there? I don't know. It's that wizard trickery, whatever they do. So you expected Kidnear to just bring the gold to you? Why wouldn't? Why would you trust him? Because we know who he is. We'd hunt him down. How much damage could a little weak wizard do? dealt with his type before. 
<laughs> Where's the pump? I don't know. That was his department. What's your department? Logistics. I made sure we all got here. Now I'm here trying to make sure they pay. How many are involved? Enough. That's not a number. <laughs> Mine is a number. It's my number. <laughs> One is a number. Sometimes it's it is the loneliest, loneliest number. <laughs> Although two can be as bad as one. Look, it's four of us, okay? Not backup, though. You will name the four insight of you. Insight check. Okay, go ahead and roll an insight check. Guidance. <clears throat> uh, eight. Was that another nat one? It was a two. Okay. He's a pelican. See? <laughs> two can be as bad as one. <clears throat> so, you're not... You're fairly certain that he is telling the truth about there being four of them. Because you can already count that there's been three named and there's still one more that it would leave. You're not 100% on whether he's telling the truth when it comes to having backup or not. That's a little bit more vague. What's your name? I'm not going to tell you. You already What's know too much. Story? I squeeze a little bit harder. Mm. All right, look. And put my other hand on his other shoulder. My name is Ulris. Ulris. And where are you from? Here. Hmm. Who's your... From your own fellow uh, citizen. And... Oh, fuck these two. And who is the fourth? Who, after Kid Nair, Finney, and yourself, who is your fourth? <sighs> All right. But let us go. I'll give you everything I know. All right. I'll help get you. His name's not. Did he really use Kidnear? That's what he wrote. Fucking amateur. It's just his name backwards. His real name is Ridnick. Sorry, I said that wrong. Rindick. Emphasis on the dick. R-Y-N-D-I-K. It's his real name. He really used Kidnear? Yeah. And he thought that would be a dis- oh. what He has beautiful handwriting. So we have the wizard. Rindick. Look. I'll help you get him. I'll help you get the pump. Tell you who else is part of this. If you let me, Finnell, and the other guy go. And who is the other guy? His name's Quentin. Quentin? They all grew up together here in town. Was he a firebug? Yeah. Quentin, well, he's... He usually mans the cannons when we're sailing together. 
He's pretty good at triggers and fuses. Did you all meet on a pirate ship? No, we grew up together. Oh, We've known each other since we were ship? kids. <laughs> Look. Once a lot of the fish left, and folks got a taste for the dire creatures that come out of the waters around Krebstadt, our little town hasn't been doing quite as well. You know, the flowers and all the herbs and things, they still sell out, right? But fishing industry, that's what we knew. And it's not here anymore. So we all took up jobs doing different things for different privateers. Sailing for the Republic. They, you know, capture enemies of the Republic, take their stuff, and then send the ship back on its way. Try not to hurt anybody. We'd get into scraps from time to time. <sighs> didn't feel... Didn't feel like honest work, to put it bluntly. All we were helping do is get rich people richer. So hmm. we said, let's go uh, try to turn the tables, and we took up piracy. Figured that'd be the best thing we could do to get back at the bastards that kept hurting the smaller folk. That's what we've been doing for the last few years. So that that's that's how we got here. Alright? Where did you meet Rindick? You mean Rindick? Rindick. I said it wrong the first time. Rindick? Rindick. Where'd you Rindick. meet? Rindick. He was up in the Bandit Isles. I don't know too much about what he does or why he needs a lot of money, but he said that he could help us pull off a big heist. So we hatched a plan, and he said he could make it all happen. If you can lead us to this Rindick, we will vouch for the three of you. But we can't protect you for what you've done. I will teach you the code of Remarden. It may be helpful. Just don't. Just leave us out of it. No one's gonna care once the pump is back. And this Rindig asshole, he's the one who did leave all the them. work. Leave them out of it. Just. Just don't say we were part of any of this, alright? Sure. Look. Well, we must be moving very quickly. Because we would like to solve this by sundown today. Okay. Where is Rindick? Don't know where he is right now. But I think I might have a plan to draw him out. Okay? Hmm. Yeah, we gotta meet up with the the rest of them. There's a there's a signal that we all agreed on between the three of us. Shit went sideways. Like it has. And it has. Huh? Thanks for the reminder, asshole. You're welcome. <laughs> then. He's very nice. One mm -hmm. of us would send up the signal. He was very polite. Look. Believe me when I say that the people we're trying to get the money from, they aren't the nicest of folks, all right? Insight check. Go ahead. Hey, uh, 22. Look, 
See those two pompous jackasses over there? Yes. Swallfoot and Rum? Yeah, they haven't done all that much to help the town. See? Swallfoot. Yeah, he's been in the floral and herb industry for decades. That sounds real seedy. He's not some sort of criminal. Oh, okay. He was making pun. I was making a seed pun. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a pirate. Does the other one do fishy work? No. Oh. That's kind of the point. Oh. Yeah. Rum, well, she and her family are they're in banking. They help secure loans to the people here in town, and they, they don't exactly help folks out. They get the money when they need it, but they ask for a lot in return. Well, perhaps when we are finished, Nines can give you lessons about the proletariat and the bourgeoisie and the class struggle that occurs between them and the kind of politics that one might follow in order to reform society. Well, On his travels, Will Seth has just been reading Marx. <laughs> just... Oh. <laughs> Why don't you run for mayor? Now, who's going to vote for me? All right. Some... I'll vote for you. You're not a citizen. <laughs> I can't vote. <laughs> no one's going to vote for me. <laughs> yeah, what? Why would anyone care? I'm not rich or powerful. Not like these two assholes. They haven't done anything to help the town. They just, they're continuing to get richer and richer. And they don't pay people anymore or help find some work for them. So the town struggles and they're fine. Do nothing to help. Which is why it's perfectly acceptable to risk drowning the whole town for a quick cash payout. Well, we're never going to drown the whole town. I mean, I don't think Rindick would do that. How well do you really know him? Guess not very well. It seemed like a good way to squeeze money out of these guys. You really think that he could drown the whole city? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. In sewage. Every single wizard we've met has been morally bankrupt or devoid of any social skills. And that's the best one we met. <laughs> Right. Okay. Oh, um. Look. Can't set up. I can't get the signal out here. We gotta go into center town. Okay. All right. It's in the heart of the residential area. Mm -hmm. That's where. Where uh, we were supposed to send it up if we could. We don't need to spook them. We, we will provide a protective escort so that no one can get to you and you cannot get away. As long as you agree to run for mayor after this. No, what I, what I mean is, if I send it up down here, I send that it's signal... me. <laughs> we are not asking you to send the signal here. We will accompany you to the designated signaling place. Uh, yes. All right. Don't look too aggressive. Otherwise, if one of them sees it, it might not show up, okay? I'm just gonna be talking to this into this little silver disc. Okay, whatever. Um, club away. 
Do you really think I could run for mayor? Yeah, sure. You seem to know there's problems here. You want to fix it. Never thought of doing that. Talk to all those people you say get screwed. And be like, hey, let's screw those guys. Okay. Weekly. Maybe. Uh, I'm guessing you start making your way. Yeah, then as we go, I'm going to call Dole. Okay. What do you say? Hey, Dole. <laughs> I am not sure that you are aware of this. I am currently in El Siren. I am guessing you are not. Because it is dinner time here. Oh. I am consuming food. This is an inopportune moment to talk. Are you with your family? No. Are you alone? Yes. You're not alone now. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that is technically true. I just had a quick question. That remains to be determined, but please go ahead. Do you know a... uh, really uh, evil wizard sorcerer person named Rindic who has been living in the Banded Isles. Know a dangerous moron named Rindic, but I don't know anyone who's very powerful evil wizard named Rindic. Oh, what's the dangerous moron? The dangerous moron that, as I said, is named Rindic. He has experimented far too often with conjuration magic, attempting to create planar loops. Soria, does he know who we're talking about? Yeah, he does. He's a dangerous moron. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who has played? Oh, I said hi. Um, how would you undo one of those planar loops if one were to have been put on a extremely important destroy a whole city sort of piece of fervent tech? In theory, a planar loop is impossible. What his work was posturing is that you could create a two-way gateway that would remain stable and open between two points in two different planes. Um, all right. So, and and he's, he, did he go to the Bandit Isles because he was a dangerous moron and no one liked him? To the best of my knowledge, he has spent the last several years traveling the world attempting to secure funding for his research. No one in El Siren would fund it. The very principles of his research are completely flawed and impossible. Alright. What can I say that would really piss him off? Hmm. I'm not good at reading people's emotions, so I'm unsure of how to answer that question. Maybe I'll just call him a dangerous moron. That seems to be the most prompt way to insult somebody I've found over the years. Alright, so if he were to have hidden a large piece of machinery in some sort of planar pocket, how would I undo that? Hmm. How long has then the how long has the object been missing? About what? Four or five hours? Yeah. Five hours? Six. Well 
in that Ask case, him a concentration spell. I believe that you would simply have to break his concentration on that. It is a concentration. You're really smart. Ooh. So we just yes, got to smart this episode. Right, so we just <laughs> got to punch him. Got it. Not necessarily. He could have transferred the spell to another focus, allowing him to devote far less of his attention to keeping the enchantment going. It only works if it's an inanimate object, as living creatures have a willpower of their own. So I need to just punch him and break everything he owns. I don't know if that level of extremity is called for. However, I cannot argue that that would not work. Nines is very good at just breaking things. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dull. This is super helpful. What are you eating? <laughs> what am I eating? Yeah. I am eating a protein paste that fills my dietary requirements. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Can you, you have to send me the recipe sometime. I've never had anyone ask for this recipe. I crafted it myself. It is a tasteless, flavorless, odorless, and generally, you hear a slight sloshing in the background? <laughs> Noiseless. <laughs> I'm still working on that part. Well, it sounds great. If as like a base for something, if you could just it, whenever it's convenient, I don't want to bother you too much while you're eating. But you know, just you you can reach out to me. Share so a just, little more sloshing. <laughs> you, I would suggest maybe some cornstarch or something to thicken it a little if you want to reduce the noise. But um, yeah. If you feel like throwing me the recipe sometime, just give me a ring on the old discus. I've never had anyone offer to assist me with anything of this nature. I find your kindness confusing, but reassuring. I believe the appropriate response is thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else that I can assist you with? Uh, anything else, guys? No, did we hear what he was saying? No. Did you tell him I said hi? Nine says hi. I believe the, the proper cat. response is to say hello. He says hello. That's great. All right. Progress. Well, I'll let you finish your awesome protein grill, and we're going to go punch uh, Rindic in the face. That sounds like a plan that is better than your average. Like, better than my personal average, or like the average plan for people? I believe the answer is yes on both counts. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, Doll. You're... welcome. Okay. He's learning. I put, I put the disc guy. Okay. So, Zoria, what did you find out? Rindic's a dangerous moron who's experimenting with some magic stupid mm. that no one believes can actually work, and so he has no funding for it, so he's stealing the money. And all we gotta do to get the pump back is punch him in the face a whole bunch until he stops the spell. Ah, we could probably do that. We should let um, Oris know that uh, he is going to be uh, ripped off by... Oh yeah, Rindic. for sure. A hundred percent. 
Um, so let us make our way to the signaling place. Which we've been doing, because we've been I've been talking on the disc while we walk. Are we there yet? <laughs> Just... <laughs> I love that this group travels like a seven-year-old in the back of the car on the way down to Disney from, like, upstate New York. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It's fantastic. Sometimes when I ask that, we are. Mostly also. <laughs> um, you wend your way through the streets of the city, taking um, what your... Uh, ward, I'll call Alaris, lets you know is on purpose to make sure that no one's following and uh, keep your path clear from those that might figure out what you're doing. He's open about this. He's not trying to deceive you in this regard. And it takes this you uh, all said and done about half an hour of purposely meandering through town before you arrive at around the center of the city, which is nothing to write home about. It's just a a residential part of the town, some homes, mostly sort of townhouse style, quiet street. And he says, okay, I'm going to send the signal up. Just be ready, because they'll be here pretty quick. I take just a minute or two. Be ready? Like, what? For what? Beating him up? No, no. <laughs> the, the signal, it's just between three of us. And Dick doesn't know about it. All right. This was, you know, in case the three of us needed to get out of town. And that's where we're going to call the session. We were just getting something. We were about to kill three people. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> or not. We don't know. Um. So yeah. yeah Find on two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. A little little cliffhanger here. Classic. Uh, I feel like by the end of this, we got to a really classic like um, old time radio mystery sort of yeah. setting. This this felt like a very classic radio mystery <laughs> ending to an episode. Have we been doing good with you? Um, you, got, you guys have taken a very interesting path to getting to this point. That's right. Nines took a very interesting path to get to the place we were going. There were some the things that I, I thought you might do, and you did, and then there's been quite a bunch that um, I wasn't expecting you to do. So this, this has been fun. <laughs> and I like... I was hoping to get sort of an old-timey uh, radio mystery program out of this, and it ended on a wonderful cliffhanger for that, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm liking this. Uh, I hope everyone had a good time. I hope you three had a good time with uh-huh. this episode. We will be off, as one final reminder, we're off for our normal Sunday broadcast over the Labor Day weekend, because it's a holiday weekend, and we found that people don't often really watch much uh streaming over the holiday weekends during the summer so in enjoy the weekend uh stay safe we will have our regularly scheduled broadcasts for the art streams um and the rebroadcast uh, where you can watch this episode again if you want on thursday and the next time we will be back the week after 
Labor Day. So, see you then. Uh, thanks, everybody. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.